Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. This is Reverend Banks of Kingdom Voice Ministries, welcoming you to another episode of Monday Manna. Today, our topic is going to be, Is the Lord Among Us or Not? Is the Lord Among Us or Not? And our scripture reference or scripture reading is going to be Exodus chapter 7 chapter 17 starting at verse 1 and going through verse 7 so exodus 17 chapter 1 through 7 and it reads and all the congregation of the children of israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the lord and pitched in refidin and there was no water for the people to drink Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt, to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, what shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people, and take with thee of the elders of Israel, and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, take in thy hand, and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, and the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the chiding of the children of Israel. And because they tempted the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us or not? So, in that verse of scripture we see that the people of Israel have gotten discouraged because they are thirsty. Be right before that time, they were discouraged and questioning Moses because they were hungry. And God provided manna from heaven. So now, in this verse, this portion of scripture, these same Israelites who were fed manna from heaven are hungry. And now they are beefing with Moses about their hunger. And Moses is asking them, why are you striving with me about this thing? And God gave them a solution once again and told Moses to strike a rock with the rod that he had. And he did that and water flowed from the rock. And again, the Lord took care of the people of Israel. So, is the Lord among us or not? Now, have you ever been in a place where you wondered, is God with me or not? Am I in this thing all by myself? Is God there? Does he even care? If you have, you're not alone. If you're in that place right now, it's probably because you are in a wilderness. If you're feeling those same feelings, it's probably because you are experiencing your own personal wilderness. Just like the people in Israel. You are experiencing a dry place, a desert place, and God has brought you out of the land of bondage. You, like the Israelites, have left Egypt. You're free. When you cross the Red Sea looking towards the promised land, you're excited. You are happy. 
The hard life was behind you and now you're walking in favor. So you thought. Your reality though seems to be different from your dream. It's different from your expectation. You see your promised land, but it appears to be far off. You didn't anticipate this wilderness experience. You didn't know that your stay here was going to be that long. So now you start to question God. You start to doubt his intentions for you. You are doubting his intentions for your life. Now Egypt, your place of bondage, is starting to look better than it really was. Because your memory is a little skewed right now. See, when you're tired and when you're hungry and when you're thirsty, things don't look quite the same. Your memory gets a little murky, gets a little fuzzy. You're just not seeing or thinking straight. So you start to look at your present situation and compare it to your bondage life. Now, all of a sudden, that bondage life wasn't so bad. Because, see, there you were eating. There you were drinking. There you were merry. You had a roof over your head. Yeah, you were in bondage, but your needs were being met. Now you left all of that on a promise. You left to follow a God that had made you a promise, told you about a promised land. You thought that this God was on your side because, see, he delivered you from the bondage. He delivered you from your enemies. He even destroyed your enemies. So you thought this new life was going to be good. You thought it was going to be peaches and cream, milk and honey. But all you've seen is the wilderness. All you've seen is a dry place. You're struggling to survive. Now you don't know where your food is coming from. You don't know what, where you're going to get something to drink. You don't know where, how your house is going to be saved. Well, God made a way and provided it the food directly from heaven. But now you're thirsty and there's no water. So you ask Moses, look, did you bring us out here to die? Why did you bring us out here to kill us and our children? Is there a God among us or not? You're asking, did I get saved for this? Did I give up my life before for this? See, my life was better when I was in the world. I wasn't struggling. I had a job. I had food. I had shelter. I had relationships. But now I got saved after all I gave up for the Lord. And now it seems like all hell has broken loose in my life. I lost my job. My marriage is on the rocks. I'm losing my home or I lost my home. My body is full of sickness. I've lost a loved one. See, I'm in the wilderness. I'm in a dry place. And I feel stuck. So preacher, Moses, is the Lord among us or not? That's your question. Well, this preacher is here to tell you that yes, a resounding yes. The Lord is in the midst of us. The Lord is in your midst. The Lord is among you. Just like he was there for the Israelites, he is there for you. Because the Lord said he will never leave us nor forsake us. We serve a faithful God. 
He will not ever put more on you than you are able to bear. We all go through a wilderness, but it's a period of testing. It's a period of proving. It's a period of strengthening. And if you allow it, it's a period of spiritual growth. So it was in the wilderness that the Israelites got to see the hand of God, the might of God, the love of God and the favor and mercy of God. It's in the wilderness that he demonstrated his power. It was in the wilderness that Jesus tested his spiritual chops. He got a chance to use the word of God as a weapon of offense and teaching and taught us the same weapon of offense. It's in the wilderness where you discover what you are made of. It's there where you see what you're made of. It is there where God sees your heart, where he sees what you're made of. The wilderness can be a faith builder or it can be a faith destroyer. It could be a faith builder or a faith buster, but it is up to you. Are you in this thing for the long haul? Can you handle the dry place? Can you handle the struggle? Can you handle the lack? Can you handle the disappointment? Can you go through this thing believing that God is still God? That God is in the wilderness and he is God in I'm going to ask you again, can you go through this thing believing that God is still God, that he is God in the wilderness and he is God in the promised land? He is God in the valley and he is God on the mountaintop. He is God in victory and he's God in defeat. Still mighty, still almighty, still omniscient, still omnipotent, still omnipresent, still on your side. Still faithful, still loving, still just, and still merciful, still worthy, worthy of your glory, worthy of your honor, worthy of your praise. Yes. He's there. Yes, he is among us. Yes, he is there. Because he said, I will be with you even to the end of the world. You can count on God. You can trust God. You can count on him. Understand, beloved, that the wilderness is temporary. But it's temporary for the obedient and the faithful. For those that will see the promised land, they've got to be faithful and they've got to be obedient. But for the faithless, for those that are walking in belief and doubt and disobedience, you may die in the wilderness. Just like those Israelites who died there. Because of their unbelief. Brothers and sisters, I know the wilderness is not a fun place to be. But there's an end, there's an out, there's an exit to your wilderness. So while you're in there, lean on the God that's there. Because yes, he is among us, even 
in the wilderness. Grace and peace.